0: The prize egg has been opened. It's contacts shipped. We love giving away prizes. We're going to restock the prize egg for next week. I can't wait. It's a Friday. So we're rocking the Hawaiian shirt, the idiotic giant sun hat. We're rolling. It's an unbelievable day, an unbelievable game coming up this Sunday between the Colts and the Jaguars, 1 o'clock from Jacksonville. CBS 4, I cannot wait for this game because this game is is going to define what the Colts are going to do this season. If they are going to win this season, if they are going to go to the playoffs this season, they are going to win this game. They have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. We're going to talk about why. We did that a little bit yesterday. We're going to talk about the injury situation for the Colts. We're going to talk about the spending situation for the Colts. They spend a lot of money on the interior of the offense The interior of the defense. How much? We're going to tell you. And we're going to tell you why that might be a problem. We're going to talk about Reggie Wayne. And we're going to talk about the expectations that have been built for this team by management of this team to the detriment of this team. We're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers last night. Why did the Chiefs and Chargers do things a little bit different? And what are the results? of that difference, and it's not all good for the Chargers. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the Hoosiers. They got a big game tomorrow against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky used to be yada, yada, let's go in there, let's win the party, win the game, go have fun. Not anymore. This is a big game for Indiana coming up tomorrow. White Sox, a big series against the Tigers this weekend, set up by a win yesterday against the Cleveland Guardians. All right, this is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, September 16th, a big day for iPhone users and iPhone buyers, brought to you by the great people of BUSR. BUSR, you deposit your first deposit up to a grand, they match it to a grand with free play. Nice. And if you deposit $100 or more, $25 in casino chips, how about that? BUSR, place to have some fun, Sports wagering, do not wager more than you can, uh, and you found out why last night, right? More than you can afford. All right. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. All the likes starting right now, and subscribers starting right now in the pot for the uh, for the prize next week, which we have not yet put in the prize egg. Ring the bell so you get notice every time we go live. And, of course, donate if you feel uh, a need to. We always appreciate the donations. Very, very nice of you. All right. Colts practiced yesterday. Alec Pierce limited yesterday. That's part of moving through the concussion protocol and hopefully toward playing this coming Sunday against Jacksonville. It's, It's all hands on deck for the Colts. Buckner, Moore, Pittman did not practice I think Pittman's going to wind up playing. He's got a quad. Uh, Buckner has always kind of found a way to get onto the field despite injuries. He's got a hip. Kenny Moore's got a hip, too. So you know what? This is no time to get hurt. This is no time for the expensive guys to be on the sideline watching football. And uh, DeForest Buckner is an expensive guy. Colts minus four at Jacksonville, according to BUSR. The Jags have outscored the Colts in the last seven games in Jacksonville. All losses, obviously. They haven't won there since 2014. 208-104, to why do I bring it up? Because it's exactly double. The Jaguars have scored exactly double what the Colts have scored in those seven games. That's a humiliation. These are the Jaguars. What are we doing? Go down there, knock them on their ass, don't get clever, don't finesse, beat the hell out of them, and walk away with a win. Happy flight, let's go. I think the Colts win this game. Are they going to cover? I think they're going to cover. If they're going to win, they're going to cover, right? They're not going to go down there, jack around, and and not cover if they're going to win. If if they're going to win, it's going to be like 31-16. They're going to win the game and cover Reggie Wayne did something yesterday that I really don't like. And it's something that the Colts continue to do at every turn. They build expectations that are can't be met. Michael Strawn is to Megatron as, you know, as uh, um, mom is to Seinfeld. How about that? That, they bear no resemblance to one another whatsoever. Megatron was, out of the wrapper, one of the 10 best wide receivers in the history of the National Football League, and he only got better until he finally retired. He was really, really good. Mike Strawn couldn't get on the field last year healthy. Michael Strawn might wind up being a competent wide receiver for the Colts. Might wind up even being a starting wide receiver for the Colts. But baby Megatron, are we out of our minds? What are, what are the Colts doing? Every single year it's like, hey, we're in championship mode. What? You just went 9-8. and eight. How the hell are you in championship mode? Stop building expectations that cannot be met. You put fans in a position... Where, where they believe what you're trying to tell them. And I know why you do it. You do it to sell tickets. But for the love of God, be a championship team before you try to portray yourself as championship ready. It's just the same thing to do. So don't talk about championship. We're win mode. Win now mode. Hey. No. You're not. Become that. And then sell yourself as that. Stop coming to us and saying that you're one thing when you're clearly another. You cannot claim championship-ready, championship-level status and go down to Houston and tie the worst team in the NFL. You can't. And this weekend, you better go down there and in the trenches knock people on their asses because here's what the Colts spend. The Colts' expense on the line offensive line and defensive line, they're spending $93 million. And that is more than any other team in the NFL. Only eight are spending more than 60. The Colts are spending 90. Number two, the Jets at 89.1. It's not all misery, though. It's not all overspend and underproduce. The Chiefs, number three in spending on the lines... And they're pretty damn good. And we saw that last night. So it can be done. You can spend on the interior. You can spend on the trenches and still have a good football team. It's not just the Jets, but the three quarters of the NFL spends less than $60 million on the interior of their offense and defense. The Colts, if they're doing it the right way, they are on a short t- a short list of teams doing it the right way, right? And the Chiefs, when the Chiefs needed help on the exterior, right, they lose Tyreek Hill because they're not going to overpay him, which I completely applaud. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I applaud it. So what do they do? They go out and they get Marquez Valdez-Scantling, right? They spent $30 million over three years for him, 9, 9, and 12. And then they go out and get Juju Smith-Schuster on a one-year prove-it deal for $3.7 million. What do the Colts do when they need help at receiver? They draft Alec Pierce, number 53. All right, And they hope that Paris Campbell winds up being a, a decent number two or number three guy. Now, the Chiefs did what they did while having Travis Kelsey who is as dynamic an offensive tight end, uh, a receiving tight end, as anybody in the NFL. The Colts, at tight end, they got Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, and they draft Jelani Woods. They also have Jonathan Taylor. Let's not forget that. You know, the, the Chiefs have Hardman, the Colts, they got Taylor. But as you look at these two teams, as you look at the Chiefs and you look at the Colts, do you see two teams that bear any sort of resemblance to one another? Now you got Mahomes and Ryan. Ryan's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Mahomes is going to go to the Hall of Fame too. So there's that. But if if you had a choice, nothing against Matt Ryan, boy, you you take uh, Mahomes in a uh, in an Indianapolis minute, right? So uh, last night, Justin Herbert. Here here's something about the Chargers that's interesting. All right. Justin Herbert has been pressured 34 times and he's got rib problems already after two games. He's been pressured 34 times and they're paying that offensive line $29.4 million. All right, so there might be a cause and effect there too. It's not all negative about the Colts. Could be a positive thing, but they got to prove it's positive. That offensive line and that defensive line, they got to man up and they got to knock people down. Because if they can't, then what are you spending this money on, right? By the way, speaking of Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's got four fumbles. Did you know that while he was in Atlanta for 14 seasons, he totaled four or fewer fumbles in a season four times? He's on a pace for 64. That's not going to happen. He's not going to fumble the ball 64 times. But he had another three or four seasons where he had five. He's using up his bullets, right, in terms of fumbles. Got to win Sunday. Chiefs on deck. Chiefs coming off a long week because they played last night. Uh, Colts have got to get it done against the Jaguars, or you're staring straight down the barrel of 0-2-1 and maybe 0-3-1. I think that no matter what happens on Sunday, they beat the hell out of the Titans in a couple of weeks. But if you can win this game, and you can beat the Titans, you guarantee yourself no worse than 2 1 and 1. 2 1 and 1, you're in business a little bit. 1 2 and 1, you're not in business at all. And oh three 3 1, you got fundamental problems on this football team. And and Frank Reich is going to be walking around. To, you know, if he gets an email from Jim Ursay, see me in my office, he's going to drop to his knees and say a prayer. That's where Frank Reich's at in terms of his mindset. As a head coach of the Colts. Chiefs won last night, 27-24. Here's why betting wagering is for entertainment. Because the Chiefs are up by 10, and what do the Chargers do? They come down late in that game, fourth, and goal from the seven with 11 left, and they get the cheap backdoor cover. And so if you took the Chiefs minus the four, you're a loser. Because the Chargers went out and converted a fourth and goal from the seven, where all the Chiefs had to do then was recover an onside kick, take two knees, and go home. Well, they were home. By the way, don't sell your tickets for next Sunday's opener to Chiefs fans. Don't do it. I don't want this city teeming with Kansas Cityans. What are we doing? Good Lord. Have you no pride? Have you no shame? Sometimes money just ain't worth it. And in this case, money just ain't worth it. Indiana tomorrow, minus 7 against Western Kentucky. That game at noon on BTN. Uh, Cal at Notre Dame. Boy, does Notre Dame need a win. Marcus Freeman needs a W in the worst way, and hopefully he gets it against Cal. They're 11.5-point favorites. That game, 2.30 on NBC. Purdue, a 1.5-point favorite at Syracuse. That game at noon on ESPN2. High school football tonight. You got HSE at Westfield. That's a hell of a game. Cathedral, they're off this week. People don't want to play Cathedral. Why not? Cathedral's a great place. You want to test yourself against the best? Give Billy Peebles a call, the coach, and say, Billy, I want in. Let's go. Let's line our guys up and see who's better. Uh, North Central at Center Grove. Brownsburg at Fishers. Ben Davis at Warren Central. Columbus East. Visiting the New Alberty Bulldogs at Burke Field. Carmel at Lawrence North. Garen at Collie. Sox, like I said, beat the Guardians yesterday 8-2. Five home runs. Five bombs for the White Sox in that game. Lance Lynn from Brownsburg. Rolling through the second half of the season. We love Lance Lynn. When he talks to the media, he doesn't say squat. Actually gave this answer to a question yesterday. And so, bad question. Never. Ask yes or no questions to Lance Lynn, because the answer you're going to get is what Lance Lynn gave. No. That's Lance Lynn. Love Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn was terrifying as a 12-year-old from 46 feet. I got to tell you, he was like 6'2", 240 pounds then, throwing it. uh, It looked like it was about 98 miles an hour. It was unhittable. All right, birthdays. Scott Hines, Brandy Schroeder, and Bessanne Hatoski. Want to remind you, you like, you subscribe. We are going to load up the prize egg for next week. You have an automatic entry every day that you like and subscribe, and you're a subscriber or a new subscriber. So there you go. Uh, fantastic weekend ahead, including inside Indiana Sports Now this weekend. We will pay a visit to Ivan O'Leidl. He's going to tell us what's going to happen this weekend or what he believes is going to happen. He's coming off a winning weekend, so that's a good thing. Ivan knows what goes. We'll talk to him about 4 o'clock this afternoon. Can't wait to talk to you. With Lucky Landslots, slots. you can get lucky just about anywhere.